Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the series on roofing for your home. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hey, I'm so excited to talk about shingles today. So, you know, the shingles to me are kind of like mufflers. It's like nobody wants to put any money into them. You've heard that commercial on mufflers. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's just one of those things like I'm going to spend how much on something that isn't any fun. It's up there yeah. away from my environment. And, you know, shingles are even more spendy than mufflers. But, you know, speaking as the guy who sees what happens when things go wrong, the shingles are, of course, your umbrella. So this might be the one day we can't really give you a $10 fix. Oh, we, I have lots of $10 fixes. Do you really? Yes. The well, $10 rule and $10,000 rule is going to fly off the shelf today. You go, Garth. Okay. Let's go with this. So this time around, this segment, I want to talk about asphalt shingles. In this area, that is by far the most common of the shingle types. Mm-hmm. You probably have asphalt on your home. I do. Sometimes I will baffle my clients, my buyers, as they go around with me. I'll look at a roof, even from the ground, I'll say that's a 25-year shingle, that's a 30-year or better. And you can easily tell that because the 25-year shingle is the old three-tab, and it's got a particular look to it. I see. 30-year shingles, and sometimes they're 40- or 50-year shingles, but for the purpose of the podcast, I'll just call them 30-year shingles. Right. They actually have another tab that is on top, and it gives them a particular look. They look more cool, actually, don't they? They do look more cool. And they're a lot better in the wind. They're a lot more durable in a thousand ways. So if you go to a hardware store, you will be hard-pressed, actually, to find 25-year shingles. They're really not worth the money if you consider the cost and the lifespan that you'll get out of them. Well, and some of those hardware stores, definitely, they may not have as good of a price as a dealer that works just in roofing either. So we might want to throw that out there. Yeah. Just as a cautionary thing. There's a couple of things I would have you and anybody who's listening be aware of if you've got or if you're considering asphalt shingles. Mm. One is that these are meant for a slope. I've seen where people have maybe a flat roof or a maybe it's an almost flat roof and they still go with asphalt shingles. That's not right, huh? Not right, because your shingle as it begins to age is going to cup just a little bit. I see. And once it cups, you've got this little pond going there and you don't want ponding happening on your roof unless you've got a flat roof. Or unless you're trying to make bird baths. Yeah. Just think of all the thousands of bird baths you can have on your roof. Yeah, if your roof is either flat or very close to flat, you're going to want to go with a flat roof sealant. We'll talk about that in one of the other podcasts. Okay. But the asphalt shingles, they're going to age most rapidly on the south and west facing slopes. Mm, Makes sense. You said makes sense. So I'm going to ask you to explain why you think that makes sense. Well, because there's so much more sun on the south and the west side. The sun is ferocious on the south and the west side. Ferocious. I love that word. (laughs) Yes, it is, actually. So I did an inspection just barely where we had a ferocious sun based on the aging. It was most ferocious on the south side. Really? And so the north and east sides were in better shape. 
So then we have the discussion of, you know, do we just replace the sides where we have ferociousness Mm -hmm. or do we replace everything? Right. And, you know, there's arguments that could be made either way. Obviously, the north and east facing slopes had probably another five to ten years left where the ferocious side was closer to one year left. Really? So if they just replace the damaged sides, now you're starting to play jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, and yeah. that's not fun. Although if you were desperate financially, you might want to right. do that. Right. But if you got the funds, you probably want to get after all of it so that we're not getting up there and replacing the 10% of the roof that went out this year. Right. And going for the checkerboard look, as you mentioned. Yeah. If your home's old and beat up and you need about 10,000 other things done to it, too, then maybe go for the checkerboard roof and bust out the rest of that money for some other repairs. True. And then your mansion, which is probably going to have a thatch roof, you know, you're going to be My mansion is another story. (laughs) (laughs) With the hut over the water, I definitely want the thatched roof, but... Yeah, no asphalt shingles there in Bora Bora for you? I have nice asphalt shingles right now on my home, not the one in Bora Bora, shucks. But I was wanting tile so badly. So it was just kind of silly because, like you said, tile's not too common in our locale, but I just thought it would be cool on my house. But it probably would have been too much. And we are going to be talking about tile in one of the next segments. So whether you've got a tile roof or a thatch, whether you've got asphalt shingles, one of the places that every homeowner needs to be very much aware of, you need to get up there at least once a year if you can do it safely. Now, you, I'm sure you're Miss Athletics, and you don't even need the ladder. You can just jump up there, right? Oh, that is definitely (laughs) not true. But maybe when I was 10, we used to climb the apricot tree, get on the roof, and play on the roof a lot. So I've had my rooftop experience, but I'm a little bit more careful these days. And I've got to underline and bold this, and I probably ought to put it in capital letters or something. But if you are comfortable up on a roof, then you need to get up there at least once a year and just see what the valleys are looking like, especially. And then you're going to look at the south and west facing slopes. You're going to look at the flashing, and we're going to talk about that. But the valleys are basically, maybe you have a a south facing slope and a west facing slope, and they come together. Mm. That's what the valley is. Okay, right. So it is right there where you can have ice dams. You can have any number of things. I've seen where you've got trees nearby and the trees and dirt just pile crap Mm -hmm. on the roof to the point where I've actually seen weeds growing there in that valley. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. And then there was another one that was actually a meth house that I saw where we had raccoons up on top of the roof and the feces were piled there in the valley as well. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah. As the homeowner, you need to get up there at least once a year. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, then you should hire somebody. Well, the nice thing about asphalt shingles is they are a lot easier and safer to climb on than tile roofing. Yes, they are. And matter of fact, there's uh, types of tile that you just don't want to be on. And one of the messages I'm going to be sending when we talk about tile is if you got tile, don't get up on it. Really? Unless you know where and how. And again, if you're comfortable, if you're up to speed, maybe you're a home inspector, maybe you're a roofer, you can feel free to ignore that advice. If you're a standard homeowner, you've never been on a roof, you don't like ladders, don't get up there. Yeah, I think it's the launch from the ladder that's poking up over the edge to the roof that scares me the most. You get to the top of the ladder and the ladder's actually above the, mm-hmm. the roof edge. 
and then you have to kind of make your way around or over that. That's right. when I get a little scary because it's like the, you have to almost tip the ladder sideways to get to the roof. Yeah, and I hesitate to mention this, but I've got no sensor behind me, so I am going to mention this. You know, for me, I actually feel the same way as you do. Really? So I will set my ladder so that the top side of the ladder only goes a few inches above the drip line. Yes, that makes sense. And too. then when I'm coming off, rather than stand near the drip line, I actually do a crab crawl. Really? That allows me to backwards? keep my... Yep, backwards. That's kind of how I do it, And too. all of the experts tell us that you're not supposed to do that, and I'm sure that... If Why? Because you're not supposed to be turning around on a ladder. But hmm. I just feel like, for me, it's safer to do that, because then there is no point at which I'm leaning over the edge of a roof. Right. Right. That's how I feel, too. I'm with you. When I get on my roof, I actually got up there to paint some of my vents copper-colored instead of silver, so... Yeah. I've been there, but... She gets a gold star. In my 20-some-odd <laughs> years, I've had maybe a half a dozen women up on the roof, so you would be seven. So if you feel safe getting up there, you're going to want to take a look at the valleys. Also, there's some ridge caps at the very top mm -hmm. of the roof. Sometimes those shingles can be very damaged. But they sure look nice when they're new. Yes, they do. But as the homeowner, you're going to want to make sure that those... Sometimes, yeah, they're just trash. The rest of the roof will be fine, but the ridge cap shingles will be damaged. And so you need to know that before it's January and you can't get up there and your roof is leaking. So you can replace just the ridge caps. Right. Yeah, that, and they look good, too. Yeah, you're going to want to make sure that your ventilation in the roof is okay. Now, there's a number of different types of attic vents. Right. And we did do another podcast on that, didn't we? We did. Shall we send people there or shall we talk about them again? Uh, let's do both. Okay, perfect. So we will send people there and we'll just summarize. You can have a ridge cap vent where they just have a shingle that is elevated maybe a half inch. Oh, I didn't know about those. And the air can actually go up through that ridge and then just exit. And sometimes those ridge cap vents will go the entire length of your ridge. Ah. And so you can get a lot of attic ventilation there. Right. Nice. Uh, that's very common in the newer homes. Some of the older ones, at least here, you'll have the turtle vents, and those are the ones that basically are just a hole in the roof with a shell above it, like right. a shoebox. Usually more squarish than ovalish. But... Right. Or you can go with an attic fan, where once the temperature in the attic gets to a certain temperature, then the fan kicks on and blows the air out. Yeah, you set those about 100 degrees or so. I think you can set them and then right. send it out each end or... Sends it or out. out the top, depending yeah, on what just, kind of attic fan yeah, you have. Yeah, the, the attic fan is going to blow, and so it's going to send it out that, and then it's going to pull air from the rest of whatever the vent system looks like. Mm. So those are awesome, and you'll want to make sure that you just have a ventilation system. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of vents that you can do, but you want to make sure that your vents are there. Otherwise, you're going to get out of your 30-year shingle. If you don't have the good ventilation, you might get half of that. So those vents will save you a lot. You might spend a few hundred on them, but then you'll save a lot on the roofing. You won't have to replace it as often. Yes. That is true. The other thing is if you don't have good attic ventilation, what happens is we all know that warm air tries to rise. Mm -hmm. And if your attic can't, I'm going to say can't breathe. Right. If it can't allow the superheated air to escape that is trapped on the top side of your attic, then in the winter what's going to happen is that warm air is going to melt the snow that is on the top side. Okay. The water now is going to run down the roof to where the attic air is cooler, and it's going to refreeze. Oh. 
And now you've got an ice dam, and ice dams are murder on shingles. Interesting. Okay, that is good to know. Lots of reason to have good ventilation. I've actually seen where people plug those vents thinking they're losing heat, and that's not smart. Good thing. That's not smart. Okay, so no plugging those up in the winter. So speaking of the ten dollar versus ten thousand dollar fixes, I think your ten dollar fix is free, and it's just getting up on the roof and taking a look around. Oh, hey, there you go. You did it. That's the first one. (laughs) The first ten dollar fix. Yeah, the ten thousand dollar fixes don't do any of the above, and then you just replace your roof. Often. Right. Because we all enjoy Too doing often. that. Too often. Yeah. It's always yeah. nice to get a new look. <laughs> by the, by the way, I always, I always have to throw out the aesthetic tip for the day. So my tip is pay close attention to the color you're picking that it matches and looks nice with your house. Don't necessarily rely on the roofing guy's opinion because I know when I was choosing mine, he kept saying, everybody's going with black. I think he might have had some extra black tiles on uh-huh. hand. I went with my favorite brown, and it looks awesome. I'm so glad I didn't listen to his peer pressure. You know, it's funny, too, because the inspection that I was doing yesterday, they had a realtor, and this is in the same category. This is why I'm telling this story. They had a realtor who didn't like to do short sales. Mm. I mean, any realtor will tell you that a short sale is 10 times the work. And this realtor was very much against doing short sales. And so he basically just told his clients that they didn't want to look at short sales. I see. So sometimes the opinion that you're getting from your professional is very biased. Is very biased. (laughs) And oriented towards (laughs) self-interest. Right? True. Very true. So more information, homemedicusa.com. In the next segments, we're going to talk about metal roofs, tile roofs, shake, you know, all of the above flat roofs. We're going to cover it. And Garth's going to go clear his throat. Yes, I am. (laughs) Have a little bit of water. It just happens every now and then when we try to sit here and talk, talk, talk. Finally, and as always, be yourself because only Garth gets to talk with a froggy throat, right? Hi, this is Julian McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. Julie, have you ever like really been mad at somebody? Me? <laughs> Never. <laughs> have you ever needed had the need to forgive someone and get rid of those feelings of contentment? Oh, maybe once or twice. Okay. Well, I have the solution for you. We have an amazing doTERRA oil called Forgive. And forgiveness the lack of forgiveness holds us back from being successful and from being able to accomplish the things that we can to our true potential. So this is an amazing, amazing oil. And it also counteracts negative emotions of anger and guilt, which that's a hard thing to live with. And we all go through things like this. If you would like to know more about the doTERRA oil forgive, let us know. Reach out to us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com. <laughs> 